0: So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action Crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to takeactioncrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. Hey guys, welcome back to another Friday jam session. Today, I am going to be talking about something that I think we all, we all wrestle with or at least we experience and that is well, really, is the grass really greener on the other side of the fence? You've you've probably heard that. We've all heard that, right? We sit here and we go, man, if I could just have what they have, or if I could just find the business that is this, everything will be amazing. Well, I'm here to tell you something. Uh, every single business that I've been involved in, any new ones that I'm considering, there's always headaches. You just need to choose what headache do you want to deal with. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that here today on the jam session, but I'm also going to be talking about passive income because I think a lot of people hear the word passive income. It's exciting. It's sexy. Oh my gosh, I would love it. Go to bed, you wake up and you've got a sale or you've got some sales and it's just great. Or, you know, we build up an email list and we do a launch and we have sales that come in and just... Everything is perfect. Everything is so amazing. If I could just have that, or maybe this one, I'm going to sell on Amazon and I'm just going to ship product into FBA and they're going to take care of everything. And I'm not going to have any headaches. It's just going to be passive income. Or how about this one? I'm going to go ahead and do rentals. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do a long, a long-term rental, meaning I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to fix it up a little bit. I'm going to rent it out to a a tenant and they're going to pay me monthly. And I'm going to make, you know, maybe 500 bucks a month net, and they're never going to bother me or I'm going to hire a management company and they're going to do all the work for me and I'll never have to do anything. Uh, no, that's not the way it's going to work, but let me give you another example. How about this one? Short-term rental. They're great. Love it. I don't have to do anything. I just buy the property and hand it off to a management company and everything's perfect. Um, not always. Uh, it, so all of these things, right? Oh, I've got a niche property. I'm going to build that everything's going to be perfect. And then just passive income is going to come in and there's never going to be any problems. No. Uh, you know, Google does an update. You, you you lose rankings for a week or two or a month, uh, or maybe your RPMs that you're getting paid $25 goes down to $15, or maybe your writer decided to quit. You got that. Like there's all of these things. All of these things, and I'll give you more examples uh, here. I've got a few more I'm going to share with you. These are the things that, number one, we just need to be aware of, okay? We need to be aware, okay, that the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. We've all heard that, right? I remember, I remember when I was working for my father's construction company and I was working 60 hours a week, all kinds of hours. Like I was always in there at the same time, but I never got home at the same time. And my, my thing was, is man, if I could just get that job, that was seven to three, I would have, that was like winning the lottery. Right. But now after I was able to leave that construction job and get my own business, my own photography business, it was amazing. It was kind of like the honeymoon phase. It was beautiful. Everything was Great. And then all of a sudden I started to feel, well, wait a minute here. Our weekends are kind of tied up now, or our evenings are tied up, but wait a minute. I get to work for myself. And then you get a client that comes in and says, my picture, uh, you know, the coloring on it is off. Or we had this one customer that they said that their, their shirt was a different blue than what they printed. And it was off a little bit, but I don't know if it would have been enough for me to say, well, that's not the color that of our shirts, a hundred percent, like You would get into that, and then you got to go back to the lab and you got to have them reprint it. And then you got to maybe that's not going to work. Or maybe you ordered uh, some Christmas cards and it's down to crunch time and they don't come in in time. And then you got customers calling you and then you got to deal with that, right? Or maybe you have your, uh, this happened to me, uh, you're doing video transfer work and then your hard drive decides to crash. And basically, you can't get into your hard drive with customers that have, you know, you have their files on that hard drive and you can't get access to it. And you've got jobs that are doing, you got jobs that are piling up, but man, if I could just have my own business one day, life would be amazing. I'm here to tell you, it is amazing, but there's headaches that come along with it. There has been days that I've wished that I could just go in and punch a clock. Done it. You know, i used to punch a clock about 20 years ago, but You know, ever since I've been self-employed, haven't had to punch that clock, but in the same breath, there's been struggles and I'm aware of that now. Okay. I'm aware of that now. And I'm always looking for the headaches. I'm always looking for what are the headaches that I am going to encounter. And then from there, I have to ask myself, are these headaches worth it? And also are these, are these things that I'm going to be able to possibly get rid of or, or lessen, right? So the idea of having a business that is passive is a great, great dream. And I'm not saying that you can't have a passive income business. Passive income doesn't mean that you don't do work, right? Like it, it's not like you put a dollar in and a dollar 25 comes back every day without a headache, right? There, there's going to be issues. There's going to be things, there's going to be work that has to get done. You know, you you have to do the work. So if you are thinking about different business models, and again, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that, you know, you've either went down the e-commerce road, or maybe you went down the digital product road, or maybe you're now building niche properties like I am with content. You're going to turn on some display ads. Like, so for right now, I look at, my businesses as yes, they're somewhat passive, but in the same breath, I still have to, it's passive money coming in, but it doesn't mean it's passively where I don't have to do any work. Right. So if I'm looking at, I'm going to take three different scenarios here. So number one, let's just talk about, uh, my short-term rental. Okay. I have a short-term rental. It's, um, it's on a Lake and I have a management company that does the work for the most part I don't have to deal with that. Now I still have to pay the bills, right? I still have to pay the, you know, the mortgage, I still got to pay pay the taxes and the utility bills. And some of that stuff you can automate and all that, right? So that's not really bad, right? Um but you you still have to deal with things if they break. Now they're going to handle it, but you still have to deal with it. Oh my gosh, like we had a um we had a uh, a leak up on the roof that was coming around the chimney area and immediately they called me we got guests coming in we got you know we got to make a decision here uh you know we don't really have time to get multiple estimates it's going to cost you around 2200 bucks to get this thing fixed are you okay with that i'm like yeah I'll go, go go you know do it but i still didn't like it right it still was something that interrupted my day but it's worth the trade off okay and is that's somewhat passive to me right that is passive income okay Uh, but there's still work that's gotta be done. Not a lot of work, but there's still some work to be done. Uh, I'm looking at possibly doing another short-term rental. And actually I was just in the middle of possibly putting in an offer on a place. But then after I did the numbers, I looked at what I was going to end up with. And then all of the things that I'm going to have to deal with in order to get things rolling, I was like, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. So I'm going to back out of that deal because it was at the top of our budget. For what we could make with the property, right? So I did the numbers and I ran it and I'm like, well, I know there's going to be headaches. There's going to be people that come in. There's going to be a management company I have to get on board with. We have to do onboarding. We got to get the house ready. Um, All these things, right? And I know that we're going to be doing this over here with volleyball with my daughter. That's going to take up time. So all of this stuff, is it worth the disruption in my life for what's on the other side? So that's the questions you have to ask yourself. So that's just another example, right? My wife was just talking to me just this morning because um Etsy sales are starting to come in now for her little shop. And uh and so she was like dealing with this this uh connection issue between Printify and Etsy and then a customer not saying that they got it and blah 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 and all of this and I'm like is it worth it? Is it worth the money you're making on that merch from the time that you're spending? doing these other things. Now, could you have someone else do it? Sure. But there's still issues that come along with it, right? You got to ask yourself these questions. Um, the cool thing about that is, is like for us, like we're, that's not our main uh, revenue source. It's, you know, one of them, but it's also like, well, we're going to let it run for a little while. And and if it starts to get out of control, we can just dial it back and we'll just, you know, close the store down for a week or whatever and get caught up and you can do that. But It's still, you got to ask yourself, like people are like, oh, print on demand. You don't have to do anything. No, that's wrong. You do have to do stuff. Number one, you got to create designs. You got to do listings. You got to do optimization. You have to handle customer service when people, you know, want something different or they, they didn't get it in time, whatever, all of those things that all comes with it, you know, but yeah, yeah, I get money. I get to make money online. Okay. There's still these things that have to go, go into it. So that's, that's another example. Uh, the other one, uh, let's look at brand creators okay? Brand creators. I have a podcast, right? I do my coffee talks. I do all this stuff. And right now I have brand creators Academy. That's like our main thing, right? And that is, I wouldn't call that passive. Yeah. I have people that are, that are paying membership fees to be part of that. And if you are one of them, thank you very much. I appreciate you. And you know, I love working with that group. Um, but it takes work, right? We're going to be doing a a live call here. you know, in a week, you know, I do two of them a month and I do bonus calls and I'm in there answering questions, right. And I'm creating new training, right. And I'm doing that to help people on a regular basis. So is it passive? Not really, <laughs> you know, yeah, I still got to do stuff. Okay. Uh, our niche properties uh, class that we did, we had to build it. We had to create it right now. We're working on getting it exposed to new people. It takes work, not passive. Okay. Um so that's another example. Uh, and then niche properties, right? We've got a bunch of them going right now, right? That takes you got to have either people on your team that can do it or you've got to do it yourself. You've got to come up with your keyword, uh, you know, plan for the month. Then you got to, you know, dispatch it to your writers. Then you got to get it in and make sure that it's optimized and then you got to publish it. And then you got to deal with, well, my plugins are outdated. I got to go update or something went haywire on the website, so I got to go and figure that out, or I've got to submit a ticket to my hosting company and see, you know, why my site is slow or all of that stuff, right? It It's there, right? I'm not saying it's not great because you have good passive income coming in, but it still requires work. You got to do stuff, okay? So the idea of passive, right, passive income, you really got to ask yourself, is it really passive, number one? And number two, are you willing to do the things to generate the passive income? That's what it comes down to, okay? So I wanted to just come on here and just, again, talk about this because a lot of people don't talk about this. They, they just make it seem as though it's perfect. Everything is great. You do this thing and everything's going to be great and, and uh, you know, passive income and the money's just going to roll in and as you sleep and you wake up and you get to do whatever you want, you know? It's not true. Okay? Yes. Money's coming in and and yes, traffic can be coming in. You still got to maintain stuff. That's why inside of our niche properties class we have this one, you know, module or pillar that talks about maintenance and maintaining. Now, can you set up systems in place to help you out with all this stuff? Of course you can. But there's still work that's going to be required to do this stuff. All right? So, I just wanted to come on here for this Friday to number one, stick to my schedule of doing our Friday jam session. So if you're interested in joining us on one of our live ones, head on over to takeactioncrew.com. You can jump on that list, and that's where I'll be able to uh, let you know of anything that we're doing upcoming, and you'll also get all the, all the details about our coffee talks in the morning, all right? And, um, and again, if, if, if you're thinking to yourself, like, I don't know if this business model is for me, just go through the business model right? That's what I'm doing. I'm doing it with short-term rentals right now. I go through like, what does it look like after I get done with the research, right? The research is fun. People love doing research. I love researching properties, whether it's niche properties or regular real estate properties. I love doing the research. It's exciting, but then pretend it's all done and it's set up and now you got to do the work. What does that look like? And are you willing to deal with that work? And sometimes the headaches that come along with it. And that's the real question you got to ask yourself. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys, just to get you thinking about that. And you know what? For me, I do want to deal with the headaches for short-term rentals. I think there's a great reward there. I do want to deal with the headaches for uh, niche properties. I think there's a huge upside there for, for building them, then selling them, or just holding them and all of those things. And yes, I think it's worth it for me to put in the time and effort to do the podcast and to do the coffee talks and to be able to build you know, our brand creators community, because I genuinely enjoy that. Right. And to me, it's, yeah, it takes time and it's work, but I enjoy it. And I really think that's the other thing you got to ask yourself. What do you, what do you enjoy? Do you enjoy that process? Do you enjoy, you know, creating these properties? Then great then do it. Okay. And, uh, well, I'll say this as well. If you want help with that, I'll put a little shameless plug in here on this Friday jam session. Uh, then I would definitely encourage you to uh, check out our niche properties training, okay? Inside of our niche properties training, we take you through everything and we're going to show you, you know, these things that can happen, but also how to make it so it's more streamlined so you don't have to, you know, encounter these headaches uh, or at least these issues and you can hopefully prepare for them or, or at least be prepared for when they do arise. All right. And again, if you do want to check that out, head on over to buildnicheproperties.com. Again, that's buildnicheproperties.com. And uh, we'll see you inside the class. All right. So guys, that is going to wrap up this Friday jam session. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. Take care. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Take care, guys. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can join us. You can ask a question. Oh, and one last thing, if you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a long time listener, like this one right here from Leanne, she says, content is invaluable. Five stars host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts, just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.